When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stack of calls today and texts, as you would imagine, about the Broncos bust up uh, in the Valley on Sunday night after their fan day. Adam Jackson, uh, one of the voices of rugby league uh, in Queensland, works for Channel 9, of course. Always a great friend of the show. Jacko, good morning to you. Uh, Not the look that the Bronx wanted so close to number one, the season launch. Number two, their first of their big pre-season trials. And number three, heading to Vegas. Oh, exactly right, Paddy. Horrific timing. Couldn't be worse just a couple of weeks out uh, from the season. And I, I heard you earlier this morning saying, you know, we've seen uh, about seven seconds of the vision. No, I've actually seen the full video. It goes for about seven minutes. We showed a lot of it on uh, Nine News last night. It's, most of it's boring in the lead up to it. There's a lot of um, uh, wrestling and hugging and falling on the ground and that sort of thing. But, you know, it, it is a horrible look from the fact that it's the two leaders involved in the club, yeah. it's the captain, uh, the vice captain, that's the alarming part. So like, even like from Heel's perspective, like if this was Pat Cummins and Steve Smith, the Australian cricket team, I mean, imagine the, the outrage of that. So to me, the, the incident isn't really that bad, but it's a bad look who, who it is that accentuates the situation. Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah, and that's where I was going to ask you up front, you know, was it a drunken brawl or was it, a playful stacks on the mill type stuff. Yeah, it was the situation from what I understand. They went out uh, drinking uh, after their fan day. It looks like Carrigan is the guy in the wrong. I know the investigation's uh, got to take place, but he, he, he'd had a few too many. Uh, they got a bit boisterous. They were asked to leave the place they were at. They tried to get him into a cab and an Uber. And, you know, Paddy's, Paddy's a big guy. And, you know, he was like... Um, mucking around with his uh, teammates and, you know, it just got to a point where they just wanted to get him away and he, he, he didn't do that. So that's the vision that um, uh, proceeds with uh, him and Adam Reynolds. But, you know, I've had a lot to do with Pat Carrigan in Origin Camps and coming up through the Broncos. He's a genuinely good guy, yeah. but maybe this is a wake-up wake call to him. You know, he's, he's made a mistake. The Broncos got onto the front foot. You know, Dave Donner, he was on our news on Nine News last night. At least he he didn't say too much. He had a bit of CEO speak, but at least he came out and saying how disappointed the club is. And one thing I can tell you is just come through. The Broncos are going to hold a press conference this morning at 8.30. So they usually have um, media interviews after training. They've gone the unusual step of doing it before training. We'll hear from Kevin Walters. Apparently he's quite furious from a TV media perspective. This is a good time to hear from Kevin because he's very passionate. In, uh, for the club and these sort of things. So we'll hear from him and potentially Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan this morning. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be well and truly on to that. And that was something that Heels mentioned earlier. He said they should get up today and get on the front foot. Well, it looks like they have. You're just telling us now breaking news and within the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to have uh, a press conference from the Bronx. I mean, we, we're going to get the mayor culpa. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But, mate, I agree. And, I mean, well, Vanessa Gibson, our, our newsreader here, who has young kids who love their footy, play AFL mainly, but she was, you know, she's angry about it. A hundred percent. And 
so many Broncos fans online, similar sort of sentiment. You read the comments on Instagram or Facebook. Like, you, you're taking the big money. You're in the spotlight. You've got a responsibility. So I, I don't have a problem with them having a few drinks, uh, being quiet. But when it spills out to the public domain like that, that's when you, when you've uh, you know you've got to accept what comes with your role. And the Broncos are more prominent now than they have been the past few years. They're a little bit uh, more successful. They got to the grand final. So it'll be interesting from my perspective what the NRL Integrity Unit does. So sometimes it's hard to gauge. Like it might take a week or it might take three months. Usually it's uh, dependent on judicial process. That won't be the case this time because no one's been arrested or no one's been charged. But could you imagine if the NRL Integrity Unit comes out and says, guys, you're copping a one-game ban, you guys aren't going to Vegas. Imagine the message it sends to the rest of the NRL players, hey, we're going to stand firm, Adam Reynolds, Pat Carrigan, two of our biggest names, not going to Vegas. Yep. That, that would be a line-in-the-sand moment for the rest of the NRL. I don't think they will they will do that. I think they'll cop substantial fines, but you know, there's a lot to go into it. It's, it's only happening in a day or so, so yeah, a lot of water to go under this bridge. Actually, I think the the fact that they were moved on from a restaurant might be worse than the pile on uh, waiting for the cab. Uh, that that is unacceptable when you're in someone's premises, and there may be a you know two shifts of dish pigging there. They could go in and wash dishes yeah. for that restaurant because they they need to make massive apologies there. That that is not good enough, um, and and that's sort of maybe especially if that's where they started to drink. Yeah, definitely. That's a very good point you make there, Heels. And hopefully, we'll get more answers uh, in this press conference this morning from uh, Kevy. Hopefully, we'll hear from Patty and Reynolds, or if not, Dave Donahue will um, come out and uh, you know. They've been pretty transparent at the moment, the Broncos. They alerted the integrity unit before it, it really all came out. So, you know, yeah, there was, there was, there was, there was a few of them there. We saw the, the, the vision of Corey Oates trying to break it up and he inadvertently uh, gets uh, involved in it. So, uh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's unwanted attention so close to, to this Vegas game, which they've been promoting so heavily. Yeah, agreed. It's just a, a bad look for the club. Hey, uh, you're out at Redcliffe Dolphins. I mean, they're, I've got so much optimism about them this year, mate, with these signings, Farmworth, Flegler, Avarillo, all that sort of thing. I reckon they're going to be good. Oh, definitely. I, I, I'm sitting here at the moment, Redcliffe, watching them try. I don't know what price uh, Tommy Hackett can give you at Ladbrokes, but I saw the other day there was $3.80, $3.80 to make the top eight. I reckon that's as good as value as you'll get with the extra additions you alluded to there, Paddy. And, a bold prediction for mine. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins finish ahead of the Broncos this season. Ooh. And the oh, reason he's is, up, Jacko. <laughs> the, the, the reasoning is no Flagler, no Farnworth. Broncos have also lost Keenan Palacia and Kirk Catewell. Kirk Catewell was the standards leader at the club. So the Broncos have lost a quarter of their grand final team. A lot of people are sleeping on that. And last year, the Dolphins-Broncos games, the Dolphins only just lost both of them. And you've got the best back from the Broncos last year. Herbie Farnworth won that award. And Tom Flegler's now a state of origin kangaroos uh, front row. So I just think the way the Dolphins have recruited better than any club and the way the Broncos have lost four players and haven't really recruited anyone, I've I've got them level pegging. I Mm. I think they they could not be more equal, these two teams. So I bet that... But I'll preface that by saying I'm a biased Cowboys fan and I'm excited after you guys interviewed uh, James Miley earlier today. Yeah, right. Yeah, he could be the good man to have in there, eh? 
Yeah, definitely right. So the big question mark for the Dolphins is their halves. So you look at the rest of their team, you've got the hammer at fullback. Their forward pack's probably close to one of the best in the NRL now. Flagler, the Bromwich brothers. You've got Tom Gilbert out in the field in front of me, Felice Cafusi, Jeremy Marshall King, uh, Mark Nichols, those sort of guys. But in terms of the halves, Sean O'Sullivan will be the halfback. They're still deciding who's going to be 5'8". Probably Cody Nicarima. He won't play this weekend in their trial match against the Titans on the Sunshine Coast because he's up in Townsville for the Maori All-Stars game against the Indigenous All-Stars. Mm. So, and you've also got Katoa waiting in the wings. So I expect to see Katoa play in the trial this weekend. So to me, the halves is a question mark. If the Dolphins can sort that, I, I think they're in the top eight this year. Yep, I, I agree. And the other one we forget, Tommy Gilbert, who you just mentioned, we saw so little of yep. him last year, mate. Mm. So, you know, if we get a full season out of the likes of him and, and Flegler, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, Tom Gilbert's almost a new signing because he missed from, uh, what was it, State of Origin 1 in Adelaide. He did that uh, uh, pec injury, the shoulder injury. And uh, so he missed a big chunk of the season. And to me, him coming back is huge. He he really drives the standards here at training alongside uh, Maxi Plasti's pushing him in the fitness test. But uh, just finally on the Dolphins, the start is the key for mine. So... This is how they start the season. Cowboys, Dragons, by Titans, Tigers. Then they play the Broncos in round six. So they don't play a top eight team from last year until they encounter the Broncos. Boy. And they don't actually have to leave. They don't leave Queensland until round seven when they play the Eels down in Sydney. So if they can get off to a fast start, that's the key for mine for the Dolphins. Oh, this is rigged. <laughs> is, um, have you have got, got Katara in front of What's that, Jagger? <laughs> Am I talking about the Dolphins? You are. Yeah. <laughs> Paddy's like on fire here. <laughs> I, is Katoa I'm with Jacko. I am with Jacko. Is Katoa in front of you? Can you see him? Yeah, he is. Has he got I'm his knee you, strapped? Uh, here we go. They'll go a backline play at the moment. Um, he doesn't look like oh, – he's on the other side there. No, he doesn't have his knee strapped no, at the moment. Well, that's a good sign, I reckon, yeah. because, God, if you had to keep doing that strapping year in, year out – on a young man's knee, that couldn't have been good. Hey, Jacko, we won't keep you much longer, but just quickly, what reports are you getting from uh, the Gold Coast with Desi? Yeah, it, the training really has become a bit more intense there, and I think it needed to because in terms of fitness as well, I did a lot of um, Titans games uh, last year on the sideline. They're really good for 65, 70 minutes. They clock off, they have brain fades, and I think Desi Hasler's been really good in that mental capacity as well as the physical attributes of making training a bit more intense. So you look at their team, the Titans, they've got the cattle to do it. Whether it follows through remains to be seen. So uh, the best part about preseason too is no one's lost a game. That's exactly right. <laughs> but good cattle, as you say. Like, uh, what are they called? Cowboys, Dolphins and Titans uh, uh, got the cattle just like the Broncos. Yeah, I reckon the, the Broncos, uh, what do you call emerging talent has to stack up. Uh, very much like Kansas City Chiefs, actually. They lost a lot of players last year, and they got it done again. Yep. Hey, Jacko, brilliant exactly to chat. Exactly right. And, yeah, again, no room for excitement down the coast with, with Hardwick and Hasler in charge of their two national teams. I reckon it's going to be great. Um, uh, just one quick text here, mate, from Hutch. Geez, they've taken the pressure off Barnaby Jones, haven't they, the Bronx? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank- Thank you, mate. Great to catch up. And uh, obviously, 8.30 presser at the Broncos. Be interesting to see who they trot out.